0: On the field and inside the clubhouse, this is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's
1: Justin Garcia. All right, a tough one for the Brewers in St. Louis, falling to the Cardinals 6-3 in a rough eighth inning. Saw how good the bullpen was last night. It was the opposite today as Taylor Rogers serves up four runs in that eighth. And the Cardinals take two of three from the Brewers. They build up their lead to a game and a half in the Central Division. Cards are idle tomorrow. The Brewers, of course, begin a big four-game series with the Dodgers. So you can move this margin back to a game but uh, this was a tough one. Both these games very, very winnable, and I think the uh, the toughest pill to swallow here. You got a pretty good start from uh, Eric Lauer on Friday night. It was just two home runs that did the Brewers in. You got a really good start from Aaron Ashby today, and it was two home runs in the eighth inning from the bullpen that ultimately led to this defeat. Again, six to three, the final score in St. Louis. As so the Brewers now head home for a big, big stretch here with seven of their next ten games against the Los Angeles Dodgers. 855-616-1620 is the AccuNet Mortgage talking Text Line to get in touch with us here on today's program. We'll hear from Craig Council momentarily and also be joined by Craig Kishan of Bally Sports Wisconsin. A few uh, texts already trickling in. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Blaming the Josh Hader trade and the bullpen. We'll hear from you after this. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. This is
0: Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.
2: Here's pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Deep center field. Way back Carlson. Still back. Warning track. And with a leap. Did he catch it? He did not. It got out of the ballpark. It's a two-run
1: home run for Hunter Renfro.
2: Well,
1: that's one of the bright spots. Hunter Renfro staying hot here in the second half but again the brewers offense coming exclusively from home runs and some late late inning home runs given up by the bullpen ultimately decides this game as the cardinals take 2 of 3 in St. Louis they've taken 8 of 15 in this season series now and you got 4 games left a 2 game set in Milwaukee a 2 game set in St. Louis both those series taking place in September and those are important because There is no more game 163, and I'll get to the importance as it pertains to the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Padres, the Phillies, because you really got to look at all of this now just for how tight things are in the Central and those final two wild card spots. No 163 is really going to loom large, and games like this are what's going to be most important for the Brewers with a tough loss here uh, as the bullpen gives up four runs in the eighth inning. I mentioned a few texts already trickling in and talking about the bullpen specifically. We'll get into it with uh, Craig Kishon of Bally Sports Wisconsin as he joins us momentarily as well. Uh, but Doug chiming in, at least they avoided the sweep. And I think that's the sentiment from a lot of Brewers fans. Just don't be swept and don't run that margin up to three and a half. In the division lead for the Cardinals, especially with a four gamer against the Dodgers starting tomorrow. Uh, At least they weren't swept, but uh, one of three won't get it done. As far as Taylor Rodgers goes, not making us forget about Josh Hader. And Yelich uh, in a slump again. That explains a lot about only seven runs in this series. Big series, they came up short. Uh, Taylor Rogers is, I, I think, what's going to be the biggest point of contention for a lot of Brewers fans, and, and it's certainly worth at least raising an eyebrow on leaving him in to face Albert Pujos, who was in there for one reason, and that is to slug left-handed pitching, and that's exactly what he did, turning what was a manageable deficit of of a three to two margin. To put in the game completely out of reach with that three run home run. 855 616 1620. The Acunet Mortgage talk and text line. So the sentiment of, hey, at least they weren't swept, but still, you wanted to win this series and not drop two out of three. Another texter asking, how is the hater trade looking now? Totally disgusted with David Stearns. Uh, look, this isn't the place to relitigate the Josh Hater trade. I don't pin that on David Stearns per se. But uh, we weren't saying the same thing last night when Taylor Rogers came in, when Matt Bush came in, just as we saw today, and they both got some big outs. So uh, there's going to be good and bad here. It's no longer Devin Williams setting up for Josh Hader. You gave yourself some more pieces. Uh, but if you're going to criticize the deal today, where were you last night when the trade appeared to work out and you got some big innings from those guys that were involved in the deal? Tough loss, though, in a tough series for the Brewers in St. Louis. And I'm going to keep pointing to it. The final six weeks of the season, uh, there's a couple of big takeaways here. You look at what the Cardinals have done on the road. Winning the division is of the utmost importance to the Brewers. Now, the Padres won again today. We're snapped a little bit of a skid they've been in. Padres victorious. But the margin in uh, the wild card and division is equal now. With the Padres running that up, actually it's, it's greater in the wild card, but the division needs to be the utmost importance here for the Brewers. They're two back of the Padres for the final wild card spot. Game and a half back of the Cardinals in that division. Uh, but look, you want to win your division and host that series, especially if it's against the St. Louis Cardinals, because we've seen quite a bit of struggles from this Cardinals team on the road. We'll get into that momentarily. We'll also hear from Craig Kashan when we return and ask him about uh, Taylor Rogers in there in the eighth inning. But a four-run eighth from the Cardinals sends them to a series victory and a game-and-a-half lead over the Brewers after this 6-3 to three win in St. Louis. We're back with more after this on Brewers Extra Innings.
0: This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Oh, one coming back. Pujols, line drive, deep left field, this ball is gone.
1: First and two home runs on the day for Albert Pujols. As the Cardinals come up big with a big eighth inning, taking two of three, from the Brewers. I'm Justin Garcia. This is Brewers Extra Innings, 855 616 1620, the number to join us on today's program. Some more texts trickling in uh, criticizing the bullpen. So we'll get to that. As we're joined now by Craig Kishan of Valley Sports, Wisconsin. And Craig, I guess we will start there. I know you guys talked about it a little bit on your post game as well. Um, but the decision to leave Taylor Rogers in against Albert Pujols, who has made a career out of mashing left handed pitching, what do you take away from that?
3: Well, I, I mean, it just didn't seem like the right thing to do. I mean, clearly, um, you know, and I, it's tough to explain um, how that can go on other than I, I guess my take would be, and this is certainly not in defense of, of the team. I mean, it, it's up to them to make up these decisions. But if if they feel at this point, since Taylor Rodgers is uh, so new to this club and they're still uh, trying to figure out exactly – um, how he is going to fit in here, uh, coming onto this roster? You know, amidst some struggles, when he had a lot of success earlier, and he's been a successful major league pitcher. Um, that perhaps he's earned the right to to pitch to him. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know if their philosophy is um, we we've got a guy like Taylor Rogers, and he's going to pitch an entire inning, uh, like Josh Hader did, like Devin Williams does, for the most part. Um, I, I don't know how else to explain that. To be perfectly honest yeah. with you, um, but I didn't like the matchup at all. And they had lucky up. Um, it just seemed to make sense that um, you know y- you just have to go to a righty at that point and say, you know what, um, if if Pujols hits a home run off a righty, uh, hard throwing righty right now is actually you know pitching pretty well. Then then give him that. But it it just seemed to me. Uh, almost like a gift opportunity for Pluholds to to put the game away, and that's what happened.
1: Yeah, and it's still to your point. I'm I'm sure we're still part of trying to figure out these new pieces and, and how do we use this. But I, I, look, Taylor Rogers, he's a good pitcher, and we've seen the success. You talked about it last night as well, in multiple stops here in 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 the majors. But he's not Josh Hader, and and that's not a knock on him. Hader's a guy where it doesn't matter, you know, who you're throwing him out there against. And I think that's one of the adjustments of, all right, I, we I guess we got to stick to as much as we don't necessarily always do this. We got to stick to the righty lefty type of thing here.
3: Yeah, and and they've got they've got a lot to figure out. I mean, that you know, this is this is the you know the ultimate question that that may never get answered. To be perfectly honest with you, is is how Rodgers is going to fit in here. Um, how they're going to move forward without without what they had so good uh, with with hater being that guy um, and, and Josh Williams being that guy. And whether it's the seventh inning or eighth inning or ninth inning, it, it doesn't matter. Those were guys that could take a full inning. You didn't have to get anybody up. The rare times you had to get anybody up, it's because they probably faced – Five, six, seven batters, and their pitch count was getting high, and they'd given up runs. They just had one of those blowout innings that they couldn't finish. Um, and, but this was this seemed to be leaning a little bit kind of that way, um, it, especially in a in a close game like this. It, um, so you know, they they just uh, I, don't, I don't know, Justin. This is as good as I felt about yesterday's game, and and the way these these t- same three pitchers came in. Uh, it's a little bit my I'm scratching my head still trying to figure out you know how how you wrap your head around this and and say this is where we're moving forward it just it still to me ultimately goes back to the the puzzlement of getting rid of your best pitcher when you're in first place during a pennant run it's just it just to me it's just hard to overcome
1: well and uh, to that point the series, kind of feels like the old compliment sandwich, too, where there is a compliment that's in there, but it's how things start and how things end. Yesterday, as we talked about, maybe your best win all season long, certainly your best to date, but you look at Friday night, you look at today, two very, very winnable games where Eric Lauer just made two mistakes on Friday. You get a great start, all things considered, from Aaron Ashby today, and then it's the bullpen that lets you down in the eighth.
3: Right and and look, let it, it's really easy for us to uh, you know host these post game shows and and analyze you know big blow up moments and unfortunately the Brewers are playing in so many close games um, that this bullpen right now is probably about as highlighted and as headlined as it possibly gets now. And the best relief pitcher in the game is no longer on that team. So it only gets highlighted even more because these, these close games continue. But why do they continue to happen game after game after game? Another case in point here, the Brewers were fortunate yesterday to win with three runs. Today they lose scoring three runs. They had no runners in scoring position the entire game today. I can't remember... The last time that's happened, that is incredibly rare in a 162 game baseball season to have nobody at second base the entire game. Yes, they scored runs off of two home runs and a single, and then not to have anything but two singles between the third inning and the eighth inning. I mean, we're talking about a blowing up bullpen here right now. That that that's definitely a, a patchwork at this time. But we're also talking about an offense that. Probably needed an improvement and and wasn't wasn't improved at the trade deadline and and so here they still are uh, with the same offensive approach here and they're they're just not scoring enough runs.
1: Yeah, and uh, look, we've we've all kind of gone over this over and and over, and it, this isn't to relitigate the trade deadline and everything that went down. But you know, you saw during this series, the frustrating part was. You knew the Cardinals needed to address their pitching. We thought the Brewers needed and assumed they would address some of the offense for those reasons you just pointed out today. And maybe it wasn't moves that jumped off the page to you, but the Cardinals did things to address pitching, and we saw how that played out Friday with a guy like Jordan Montgomery. And the Brewers not only didn't add any offense, but they traded away from an area of strength, and you can't help. I know there's a lot of time left. You can't help but start to get the feeling that is going to be what decides this division.
3: Well, it it is it is hard not to look at it right now, especially you know having gone through a a, you know a key weekend series against St. Louis. I mean, it is very difficult not to have paint that picture um, without a doubt. Um, But we all know there's still a lot of season left here, and and you just don't know what's going to happen down the stretch. And will Milwaukee's hitting continue to just produce? A run at a time, three runs at a time. Uh, I mean, look in this series. Friday, they scored a run. On Saturday, they scored three. And on Sunday, they scored three. Seven total runs in a series. you got to feel pretty good coming out of there with one victory and still only being a game game and a half out. So they didn't lose any ground to St. Louis. If you look at it that way, you're, you're ever so silver lining. Um, but something's got to pick up. I, I'm sure we're going to see some some greater offense uh, from this Brewer team right now. But you, you faced really good pitching, and let's face, here's the other thing: Brewer starting pitchers did a, a tremendous job in this series as well. All six starting pitchers in this series had quality starts. That's that's saying something right there. That's that's also saying baseball still comes down to better pitching will beat better hitting. Um, but, man, it's got to be sharp, and guess what? you got to have better pitching uh, from the beginning of the game and especially at the end of the game, and unfortunately we didn't see that here tonight by the Brewer staff.
1: Yeah, a a, a tough one for the Brewers who fall to the Cardinals, so that lead up to a game and a half in the uh, Central Division, and that's exactly what it is in the wild card race as well. Craig Kishon of Valley Sports Wisconsin uh, joining us here in a tough one for the Brewers. Good to catch up with you, Craig.
3: All right. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it.
1: Six to three final in St. Louis, and the Brewers now welcoming the Dodgers for a very, very big four-game set that begins tomorrow at American Family Field. We'll hear from you as more texts trickling in, calling out the bullpen. We'll hear from you after this on Brewers Extra Innings.
0: This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. 1-1 pitch.
2: Swing and a fly ball hit to center. Back Davis. Still back looking up. It is caught. Batters eye area in deep center field. And this game is tied
1: 2-2. Six to three final in St. Louis. Cardinals take down the Brewers. A four-run eighth inning as uh, the bullpen and the new pieces. Taylor Rogers gives up a pair of home runs. The uh, go-ahead homer to start things. And then a three-run bomb to Albert Pujols. So, uh, look, if there is a criticism to be made, and I, I think Craig Counsell catches more criticism at times than he should take. But if you're going to be fair about it, that was a very puzzling move to keep Taylor Rogers in when you know, Albert Pujols has made a career out of destroying left-handed pitching. And it just seemed like a spot where you needed to go back to the bullpen and bring in Peter Strzecki. Um Brad Boxberger is another guy that, you know, he's had his ups and downs recently, but uh, we've gotten a few texts to point that out. of Where was Brad Boxberger? We haven't seen him since the Tampa Bay Rays series. Regardless, it should have been a right-hander to face Albert Pujols in that situation. And, you know, when you play with fire, you get burned. And that's exactly what we saw happen there. After that, uh, the the home run to Dylan Carlson to break a two two game two two tie. As soon as Tyler O'Neill reached base on that infield single, is when you started to get the bad feels. Reaches base on an infield single, moves to second on the throwing error. You got out of it with Paul Goldschmidt not. Uh, driving in a run there, granted you put him on base, but that really should have signaled, all right, we got to do something else here because of what's looming. With Nolan Aranato, who you were able to strike out, and you thought maybe we'll get out of this. But with Albert Pujols, that was absolutely the moment you could not keep a left hander on the mound to face him, regardless of who it was, unless it's Josh Hader. you got to go to the bullpen and bring somebody else in. And it's games like these that are ultimately going to decide the Central Division— and the wild card as well, because we made the point on Brewers' warm-up before the game. There is no more Game 163. If the Brewers and Cardinals finish tied, it's going to come down to who won the season series. If the Brewers and Padres finish tied, it's going to come down to who won the season series. If the Brewers and Phillies finish tied, it's going to come down to the season series. And that does not bode well for the Brewers, for reasons we'll get into. These games are extremely important, and to lose a game at the hands of your bullpen is what's most frustrating here. 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line to join us here on Brewers Extra Innings. And, uh, look, it seems strange that Shrezecki was the backup for Rogers in the eighth, not Boxberger. Boxberger were ready, probably would have entered to face Pujols, is uh, the text that we get from Nate in Libertyville. Um, yeah, a couple of days off, four days off now for Brad Boxberger. But regardless, Strzecki has been pitching very well in the spots where you've used him. And I know he's recently recalled here, but he's been throwing the ball well. It should have been somebody, a right-hander that you bring in to face Albert Pujols because you see that home run put it out of reach. It's not as easy to say, well, Rowdy Tellez would have tied the game. Game situations and scenarios would have been entirely different, but it's a one-run game going into the ninth. You got a shot at four runs, you really don't, and that proved to be the difference in this game. And the closer we get to the finish line, it could prove to be the difference in this season. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. More after this. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.
0: This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. No balls and two strikes on the pinch hitter Corey
2: Dickerson. The pitch, swinging a miss, he struck him out. A fastball at ninety seven. And three strikeouts in a scoreless seventh for Matt Bush here at Bush Stadium.
1: All right, well, Matt Bush was good. Taylor Rogers, though, gives up four runs in the eighth inning. And uh, I don't know if you can call it the chicken and egg theory here. Was it Taylor Rogers' fault to serve up the homer? Was it Craig Council's fault to leave Taylor Rogers in and put him in that position? Regardless, not great all around as the Brewers drop another winnable game. In St. Louis, all three of these games were very, very winnable. And there is the mindset of, hey, at least they weren't swept, which is true. But the Brewers had a chance to sweep the Cardinals with the way all three of these games played out. And as we heard from our old pal, Matt Pauley before this game, I'm not going to say doubt, but locally in St. Louis, a lot of the feeling and the thought coming into this series was, is this for real what the Cardinals have done, sweeping the Yankees and peeling off 7 out of 10 uh, wins here? Is this the Cardinals that we should expect going forward, or is it more of the team that we saw trailing the Brewers for most of this season? And if that's the prevailing thought, you've given the Cardinals quite a jolt of energy with the way that you managed to lose these games that were very winnable here in St. Louis. Eight five five six one six one six twenty, 1620 the number to get in touch with us here on Brewers Extra Innings. Uh, after the game last night, we heard from Craig Council talking about a playoff feel. To that matchup between the Brewers and the Cards, and uh, Corbin Burns' pitching performance, Adam Wainwright, what he did, some of the more sentiment after today's matchup with yet another good pitching performance from both teams. Yeah,
4: I mean, uh, I mean, I, I thought both starters were, were good again. Um, you know, we we couldn't get much going against Mikolas. Really, it was one swing. Um, didn't didn't have many. A lot of good swings against him. Uh, He pitched well, and uh, I I thought Ash did a nice job. Um, Gave us six good innings and um, gave us a chance. We've talked about Aaron, and this is a tough lineup for him to face. Um, You know, it's always competitive pitches. Did you think he was able to be consistent Yeah, I I mean, that was probably, that's what he did really well today. There was, uh, he was just around the zone a lot. Um, Even his misses were around the zone. and uh, you know, I thought Mario did a nice job too. He really had a good they had a good pace going, which sometimes is you know, when Ash is throwing the ball well, just kinda of keep him in that pace and I thought Mario did a nice job of that. So but it was. It was I mean we saw it today, it was lots of pitches just around the strike zone. So if you brought up the fact that um, Aaron and Mario have you know yeah. Yeah, Their battery has been together for a while in the minor leagues. Did that play a role in also the day game today and starting Mario? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think this was the guy that Mario probably had the big, best feel for. Um, and so I thought it was the easiest spot for him. Did you
1: think Mario looked
4: okay I mean, overall? I, th- like, I thought he did great. I thought he, I thought he had, a great, had a really good game.
2: What is Matt Bush showing you with his last couple of appearances?
4: Uh... I mean, he, the, the thing about Matt is it's, this is a pound in the strike zone, and, and you're kind of seeing that hitters have be, tried to be aggressive against him because of the, just the number of strikes he's throwing, and quality strikes. And then, you know, the fastball is a you know, it's big velocity, and, and you've got to get it going for it. It's made the curveball really good. Um, Cutter's been a good pitch, so he's, he's throwing the ball really well. What's your, what your
1: overall take from the series? Is, you know, it's two out of three their way. Yeah,
4: I see? mean it was it was three good games, and they, you know, they came up with the big hits in the deciding game to uh, to get the series. You feel like you guys are still? in – I mean, there's so much baseball you have to play. You're still in a good spot, even here, even with the one win. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the season doesn't stop, and we got uh, a, a tall test ahead of us this week. Um, and uh, there's 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 a ton of games left, and a ton of baseball left, so. Um, you know, today was disappointing, but um, we got to get right back at it tomorrow. What did you see different uh, from Rogers today than? Uh, you know, so he just he, you know he just made some mistakes, um, and they, they you know some good hitters put good swings on some mistakes. I'd be glad to see Pools him up. <laughs> the guy's been. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, we uh, he's a, he's a great player. He's a Hall of Fame player, and um, you know he showed us why today.
1: Albert Pujols with uh, a multi-home run game. It's become a rarity for him at this stage in his career, but uh, Albert Pujols, fitting that it's him that drives the nail in the coffin today against the Brewers, a guy that is really, uh, we said, feasted off of left-handed pitching. He's feasted off of the Brewers throughout his career as well, and a big spot where uh, the the newly rebuilt bullpen just comes up short as the Brewers drop two of three to the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, You heard... A lot of that sentiment to to Craig Council was about the mindset and and where this team is at exiting this series. And you don't want the defeatist mentality of, look, at least we weren't swept. But it's frustrating to know you had a chance to sweep this Cardinals team. And you're in a good spot. I mean, there's still just a game and a half out of the playoffs here. Fifty-some games left on the season, it's not over. You're in a good spot to just be a game and a half back in both the wild card and the division but with what's in front of you you really have a slim margin for error at this point with 7 of your next 10 against the Dodgers. You got a stretch coming up in September that we've alluded to here on the show numerous times as well where you got the Yankees coming to town, you got the the Mets coming to town. You've still got two two game sets with this Cardinals team. But the big thing here and and why this game and games like this and Friday are going to loom most large is the absence of the 163 tiebreaker. So the Brewers are a game and a half back of the Phillies now. That's over with. you got to pass the Phillies because the Phillies have the tiebreaker against you. Four out of six games, the Phillies won. Phillies are in the best spot, maybe, of all these teams. They took four of seven against the Cardinals and four of seven against the Padres as well. So if there's tiebreakers with any of those three teams, the Phillies get it. The Padres lost the tiebreaker, obviously, to the Phillies. But, again, these, these small things that actually matter immensely. Think back to, what, six weeks ago, a month ago? The four-game set the Brewers had against the Padres were similar things. Winnable games. You took the opener. You lost the next three. And think back to the series finale. Colton Wong hits a pair of home runs. And you look up and all of a sudden, hey, how do we lose that game? These are the type of things that are going to cost the Brewers if that's what it comes down to. They dropped the season series to the Padres. Padres have dropped the season series thus far to the Cardinals, but they got three games left. So you're going to have to catch the Cardinals and win this division is what this is boiling down to because you lost the tiebreaker to the Phillies, you lost the tiebreaker to the Padres. You're going to have to win this division, and games like this are games you need to take in order to do that. 855-616-1620, the number to get in touch with us. We'll hear from the highlights, hear from you, a few more texts trickling in as well. We'll get to all that after this on Brewer's Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get up!
0: Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Justin Garcia.
1: All right, a tough loss in St. Louis as the Brewers' bullpen falters in the eighth, losing to the Cardinals six to three. Let's go ahead and hear how we got to that final score. Started with Hunter Renfro putting the Brewers on the scoreboard early, launching his first homer of August, and giving the crew an early two to nothing lead. Here's pitch. Swinging a fly ball, deep center field. Way back,
2: Carlson, still back, warning track, and with a leap. Did he catch it? He did not. It got out of the ballpark. It's a two-run home run for Hunter Renfro.
1: 20th homer of the season, his seventh since the All-Star break, but the Cardinals would immediately get on the board in their half of the second.
2: One coming back. holes line drive, deep left field, this ball.
1: Tommy Edmond doubled in that second. Aaron Ashby would lock in, though, striking out Kinzer and Newtbar to end that second inning and get through the third in order. Then he'd send down Paul DeYoung to end the fourth. Ashby facing DeYoung. The pitch, swing
2: and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball at 96. Ashby's fourth strikeout of this game. And it's another one, two,
1: three for Ashby who's retired eight in a row. Yeah, eight straight sent down by Ashley. Ashby as both he and Miles Michael as we're starting to cruise here. In the sixth inning, though, Aaron Ashby would hit a rough spot when Tyler O'Neill would take him deep to tie the score. 1-1 one, one pitch. Swing and a fly ball hit
2: to center. Back Davis. Still back looking up. It is gone Into the batter's eye area and deep center field. And this
1: game is tied 2-2. Yeah, Ashby would recover to get Paul Goldschmidt to bounce out to third on a web gem from Luis Urias. And then get Nolan Arenado to fly out to right. That moved us into the seventh, still deadlocked at two apiece. Matt Bush would enter for the Brewers in that seventh inning and work a scoreless frame. Before Craig Council made the switch to Taylor Rogers in the eighth, and that would spell trouble for the Brewers. Pitch to Carlson, swinging a fly ball to deep left.
2: Back and gone. Dylan Carlson, his eighth home run of the year, and he breaks a
1: 2 2 tie. A one out home run from Dylan Carlson, his eighth of the season, his only hit of the day as well. But the Cardinals were not done yet. Tyler O'Neill, following that up with an infield single and getting all the way to second on a throwing error from Urias. Paul Goldschmidt would fall behind 0-2 before walking, and that would bring Albert Pujols to the plate with a pair on. And the first pitch. Swing and a fly ball deep left center. And Pujols
2: has hit a three-run home run. Number is 689. A three-run blast. It's a four-run
1: bottom of the eighth for the Cardinals. 688 came earlier in this game from Pujols in the second inning. Just his second multi-homer game of the season. The only other one came May 22nd against the Pirates. And that turned what was another tight one between these two teams into a four-run cushion for the Cardinals. But in the ninth, the Brewers would not go away quietly. 2-1.
2: Swing and a fly ball out to right. Backing up Newbar still back at the track. It's
1: gone. Rowdy Telez hits a home run. That's his 24th. Andrew McCutcheon would pounce on the first offering from Ryan Helsley for a single to center there, giving the Brewers a runner on and two out and moving the tying run into the on-deck circle. But Helsley would get Hunter Renfro to ground out to second, sending the Cardinals to a 6-3 win And a series victory in St. Louis, taking two of three, thanks to a big eighth inning and a big game from Albert Pujols. So the division lead, now a game and a half for the Cardinals over the Brewers. And as we mentioned, a game and a half is what separates the Brewers and now the Phillies for that final wild card spot as well a tough loss for the brewers today we're back to wrap it up after this on brewers extra innings
0: this is brewers extra innings on wtmj
2: here's pitch swinging a fly ball deep center field way back carlson still back warning track and with a leap did he catch it he did not it got out of the ballpark it's a two-run home run for hunter renfro
1: Hunter Renfro ringing the bell again with another home run today against the Cardinals. And, hey, even when it's not red kettle season, you can still help the Salvation Army step up to the plate with love beyond the bases this baseball season. Donate now at samilwaukee.org. Help them ring the bell. Tough loss for the Brewers today against the Cardinals, and we've spent most of the program talking about it, but y- you can't help but criticize the decision to leave Taylor Rogers in the game, a left-hander to face Albert Pujols, that would prove to put this game out of reach. A one-run game turns into a four-run game, and the Cardinals take two of three. And again, three very, very, very winnable games that the Brewers had in St. Louis. And you still got to catch the Phillies, the Padres, the Cardinals. And as of right now, you do not have the tiebreaker over any of those three games. It shines even more importance on games like this. You got to win the winnable games if you're going to come back from that deficit and reach the playoffs. Uh, a couple of texts to get through here as we wrap things up on the program. And again, a big series starts tomorrow, so you can't just wallow over this. You got to regroup with the red hot Dodgers. I know they lost today, but had won 12 straight you got to regroup with the Dodgers coming into town for four games, and then a week later, you're in Los Angeles for three games here. Um, here, This is a good one I do want to get to here in the final few moments of the program. Uh, A text that somebody's going to need to explain to me here. I don't know who's more deluded. The fans for keeping thinking World Series – Or the announcers and media who make excuses for every loss. The new mantra should be, at least we didn't get swept. This team is going nowhere with this offense. So we got that today. Um, Evan's producing the program. July 30th was what? Two weeks ago? Almost to the day. Correct. 15 days ago. 15 days ago. This is from Dallas on the east side. He texted us. I'm one of those fans. It's been rough on the Brewers, especially the way they headed into the All-Star break. But I got to say, I'm impressed with the offense and how they've been able to produce. If they continue this, the sky's the limit. So in a matter of two weeks, we go from the sky's the limit to this team is going nowhere. And that seems to be the sentiment, especially after a rough stretch with the Josh Hader trade, with the results immediately after that. And again, a tough stretch here of three very winnable games. Two of them you watched slip away. The importance onto the division is is what you need to take away from this. The Brewers have to win the division. You have to win the division. The importance is amplified this season because it's a best of three and all three of those games are played by or hosted by the better seed. Cardinals have been bad on the road. If you can win the division and the Cardinals get that final wild card spot, that's ideal. They have been, of all the playoff teams, the worst road team so far this season. But you got to catch the Cardinals in order to do that. And in order to catch the Cardinals, you got to win these types of games. Whether it was Peter Shrezecki, Brad Boxberger, whoever it was, you needed a right-hander out there to face Albert Pujols down the stretch. And it's these things. you got to win the margins. And you don't want to point to a handful of these games. We mentioned that Padres series and the final game of that series. These two games in St. Louis that you lost, as they start to pile up, that's what you point to and say, well, if only we would have won that. If only we would have won that one. Then we could have won the division and we'd be back in the playoffs another year. But you're going to have your work cut out for you. They're still in a good spot. You're still just a game and a half out of the postseason, but the schedule is remaining tough right now and again in September. Six to three loss. The Brewers at the hands of the Cardinals. They welcome the Dodgers to town tomorrow for four games. And Greg Matzik will be back to break it all down with Brewers extra innings afterwards.